Accidents are an unavoidable fact of life. Or are they? In this podcast, we discuss current events through one personal injury lawyer's perspective. In each episode, we'll focus on one event and attempt to answer the oftentimes not-so-simple question, who's to blame? I'm your host, Jonathan Ratchik. This podcast is sponsored by the law firm of Kramer and Levy and Ratchik PLLC and is for entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you think you might have a lawsuit, you should contact an attorney. On July 18, 2020, Nina Kapoor, a 26-year-old news reporter for CBS, was tragically killed when the Revel scooter on which she was a passenger crashed after its driver suddenly swerved for an unknown reason. Ten days later, 32-year-old Jeremy Malave was killed after losing control of the Revel scooter he was driving and crashing into a light pole. Under increased public pressure, Revel, which operates the electric scooter sharing company and whose popularity has soared during the coronavirus pandemic with people seeking alternatives to public transportation and rideshare services, announced that it was shutting down its operations in New York City until further notice to review and strengthen its rider accountability and safety measures. In this episode of The Blame Game, we take a closer look at Rebel's decision to temporarily shutter its New York City operations and try to answer the question of, who's to blame for the recent tragedies involving its scooters? Can Rebel be held legally accountable for not just the deaths of Ms. Kapoor and Mr. Malave, but other individuals who have suffered serious injuries while using its scooters? And the answer is one you'd expect from a lawyer. It depends. It depends on who was driving the scooter, how many people were involved in the incident, and why the crash occurred. Because if you're driving your Revell scooter and struck by another car which runs a red light or sideswipes you, there's no question that fault lies at the feet of the offending motorist and that Revel arguably bears no liability whatsoever. But what about if you're a passenger on a Revel scooter and the driver loses control? Or if you're driving a Revel scooter and strike a pedestrian crossing the street within the crosswalk? Is Revell responsible under those circumstances? Probably, but not necessarily. Under the legal theory of vicarious liability, an owner of a motor vehicle is legally responsible for any injuries or damages caused by a driver's negligence and failure to exercise due care under the circumstances, provided, of course, that the vehicle was being driven with the owner's permission and consent, which is almost always the case. Although there is a statute in New York that imposes vicarious liability on the owners of automobiles, there is no such statute on the books that imposes it on the owners of motor scooters, which means that Revel might not be responsible for the conduct of its drivers as a matter of law. And if that's the case, if Revel is not responsible for their negligence, then the driver would only be covered by a minimum $25,000 liability insurance policy. And that is why in a lot of the lawsuits against Revel, there are allegations that Revel negligently entrusted the scooter to the driver. Because motor scooters are considered Class B vehicles and throttled so that they don't go more than 30 miles per hour, renters are not required to have a valid motorcycle license to drive them. Rather, they can drive them as long as they have a valid driver's license with a clean record, pay a $5 registration fee, and watch a 3-minute, 18-second instructional video from Revel. Although Revel offers free in-person lessons to those who request them, they are not mandatory, 
which means that a lot of Revel drivers on the road have no experience driving scooters whatsoever. But does this amount to negligent entrustment? Probably not. To succeed on a lawsuit alleging negligent entrustment, you generally have to show that the owner had special knowledge concerning a characteristic or condition peculiar to the user, which renders the person's use of the scooter unreasonably dangerous. How is Revel supposed to know that a user who has a valid driver's license is actually incompetent to drive a scooter and would be a danger to others? Although the company has suspended more than a thousand users for safety violations, such as riding the scooter across a bridge or on a, the highway, how would it know before renting the scooter in the first place that an otherwise qualified driver with a clear record was in fact not competent to drive it? If car rental companies can rent cars to people who have a valid driver's license, why not Revel Scooter? Are scooters inherently more dangerous than automobiles, which injure thousands of New Yorkers every year? And because vicarious liability is not a given in these types of lawsuits, this might turn into a real uphill battle for the plaintiffs. That's not to say that Revel will never have any legal responsibility for crashes involving its electric scooters. In many of the lawsuits that have been filed against Revel, I counted 15 altogether at the time of this episode, the plaintiff alleged serious injury due to a problem with the scooter, such as brakes that have locked up, causing the driver to get thrown from the scooter, or some other mechanical problem. Just as the owner of a motor vehicle has a legal duty to maintain their car in a reasonable condition so that it can be safely driven and not be a source of danger to others, the same holds true for the owner of a scooter. Revel has a legal duty to maintain the brakes in good working order and will be responsible for its failure to do so. Although one has to wonder how well Revel maintains its fleet of over 1,000 scooters or whether it inspects its scooters on a frequent enough basis to identify scooters that need to be repaired and to prevent injuries from occurring. Someone who drives a car on a regular basis is going to know when the brakes start screeching or the steering needs to be realigned. But a company like Revel relies in part on renters to report problems with scooters, the same way CityBike relies on its members to alert it to problems with their bikes. And if Revel either knew or should have known that one of its scooters was in need of repair and did nothing about it, or if a rider just didn't bother to report a problem with the scooter and it never got repaired before getting driven again, Revel would be on the proverbial legal hook. Lastly, what about those instances where the scooter driver is involved in a crash caused not by some third party, such as another motor vehicle, but by driver error? Can an injured driver blame Revel for not providing them with adequate instruction on how to safely drive an electric scooter? At first blush, this might seem like a tough sell. By driving an electric scooter, the user is arguably assuming the risks and dangers inherent in driving a scooter, right? On the other hand, an inexperienced user might not appreciate the real risks associated with riding a scooter in New York City. Scooters have smaller wheels than motorcycles and are less stable on the road. They are less visible on the road than motorcycles, which puts them in more danger and riders tend not to wear protective gear when riding them, even though Revel commendably provides its riders with a helmet. And although the Revel instructional video warns users that they are less visible to cars and trucks on the road and to drive defensively, it's vague on specifics on how to safely drive one. Simply offering a lesson to those who want one 
does not really change the fact that Revel is renting scooters to people who have no idea how to safely use them and think it's no different than riding a bike. And until such lessons are required of all first-time users, don't expect Revel to return to New York City streets anytime soon. Thank you for listening to The Blame Game. This episode was brought to you by Kramer, Dunleavy, and Ratchik, PLLC. Come check us out at kdrpilawyers.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you.